0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode one of the Modern Business Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Caruana, and I cannot think of any better way to kick this series off other than to talk about how you can optimize your sales discovery process so that you can increase your closing ratios to well over 200%, 200%, let's go. Welcome to the Modern Business Secrets Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs, sales professionals, and marketers like you tap deep into the potential to identify new opportunities that you always felt were impossible. It's time to cut through all the noise and bullshit in the business world today so that you can finally create the income, balance, and life you deserve. And now, here's your host, the man with basically no filter at all, Chris Caruana. Right, so let's just jump right into it. So first of all, sales is not a dark art. You do not need to be an in-your-face salesperson in order to win business. You just simply need to be armed with the correct line of questioning, and that's exactly what we're going to be covering today with the discovery process. Okay? So first, we're going to start touching on the basics, which is going to include your closed-ended questions, open-ended questions, and then your layering questions, which are my favorite. Now, before I go any further, I already know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, great. He's gonna talk to us about sales 101, the basics. I don't need to learn the basics, Chris. I'm past that. I am here to tell you, no, you're not. If you don't constantly refresh and educate yourself on the basics and constantly practice, you're gonna find yourself getting lazy as you go through your different sales processes. And when you get lazy, you start to lose deals. And when you start to lose deals, You start losing money and your income drops and your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever is going to get upset with you because they can't go out and get their hair did once a week anymore. All right. So just bear with me here. So after we run through the basics, we're going to be jumping into how you can better understand your customers. More specifically, understanding what their current situation is, what the challenges are that they're currently facing and understanding how those different challenges impact not only their business, but how does it impact them personally? And then finally, we're going to uncover exactly what you need to do for your follow-up process after that initial discovery meeting takes place. So let's start out right, right with the basics. So For a while, I always thought you had to be made for sales. You either knew how to sell or you didn't. However, since escaping that warm, comfort environment of education, and jumping, like actually jumping into the real world of sales, like in-your-face sales, I've noticed that good sales techniques can just simply be learned, all right? Even a non-salesperson can, in, in time, you're right, with some practice, can become a selling machine. So if you're new to sales, you know, you're probably thinking, where do I start and how do I approach my first prospect? Well, it starts with a proper line of questioning, and there's three different types of questions. You have your closed-ended questions, your open-ended questions and your layering questions. Now your closed-ended questions usually require a short response, response such as like a, a yes or no. Great for the client, but not so great for us because they usually require that we carry the burden of that conversation. This isn't ideal because it's likely going to cause a lead the witness type of situation. So as a result, you know, we're going to end up getting a false sense of getting good information from that client. That we can use later on when it comes when it comes time for the presentation or to like pitch our product or solution okay so as a rule of thumb you only want to use closed-ended questions maybe 10 to 20 percent of the time and you only want to ask closed-ended questions when looking for clarification around a specific fact or point right so i'm sure you already have a pretty good idea of what a closed-ended question sounds like but if you want, you can go to modernbusinesssecrets.com uh, forward slash podcast, or just go to modernbusinesssecrets.com, se- click on the podcast link, and you could download a free worksheet that I, that I uh, provided right within the episode guide. Um, there's plenty of examples in there of what closed question, uh, closed-ended questions look like, so make sure you check that out, okay? So just head over to modernbusinesssecrets.com, go ahead and click on the podcast link there, and then uh, download the free guide. You'll see it right in the show notes. All right, so let's jump over to open-ended questions. This is where your client starts dropping some golden nuggets for you because open-ended questions require an explanation from your client. They're going to be very helpful in the fact that they eliminate the likelihood of you receiving just a simple yes or no response like you would with a closed-ended question. So now pay attention because this is a very, very important piece to the process and you're going to learn exactly why over here in just a few minutes. Now when first interacting with a client, it's imperative, it is imperative that you begin to build a relationship with them. Open-ended questions are gonna be the foundation for building rapport. They're gonna allow you to have the conversation and it's gonna help you follow the client's motivations, their priorities, which in return, is gonna help you uncover the client's actual needs without making assumptions, all right? I'm gonna repeat that. Open-ended questions are the foundation, is the foundation for building rapport. They allow the conversation to follow the client's motivations and priorities, which in return is going to help you uncover the client's actual needs without making assumptions. Most importantly, open-ended questions keep the client talking, and we all know that the more they talk, the more they end up liking you, or at least in my case anyways, nobody wants to hear me talk. And again, make sure you download the episode guide for examples of open-ended questions. Just head over to ModernBusinessSecrets.com. Go to the podcast section, look at episode one, and you'll be able to download the uh, little worksheet I put to get together for you right in the show notes. There'll be a nice big button for you to click. You'll know exactly what it is. All right. So now let's get into the part where the line of question to the client starts having the uh, sort of a Jenga effect, as I like to call it, because the more you layer on open-ended questions, the more the customer is going to open up, and that's when all the juicy details start to fall right into your lap. So make sure you take very good notes over here. And I mean word for word because you're going to be using these details to build out your pitch later on when it comes to presentation time or demo time. All right, so let, let's dive into layer-in questions. The purpose of layer-in questions is to find out what the customers mean by what they say. Makes sense, right? Right? So the goal of the layer-in questions is to help us customize our sales pitch to the customer's needs when it comes time for us to talk and actually present. And now the customers, you know, they're going to be, they're going to become excited about our process because we're literally talking about them the entire time and referring back to what they said and what their needs are. And we're going to be using their own words, right? You must understand exactly what is going on in the customer's mind and not make any assumptions at all in order for this to work. Therefore layering questions are going to be the, you know, they have to be open-ended in order to be effective. You know, a, a few examples of layering questions are, you know, tell me more about so-and-so, right? What did you mean when you said blah, or, you know, and, and how so? What does so-and-so mean to you? Get it? You, you, you see where I'm going with that line of questioning? Does it make sense? So don't forget, I actually created the guide. I, I sound like a broken record over here, but I want you to know, You can get examples of all these different types of questions um, right from the worksheet I put together for you. So just make sure, go to modernbusinesssecrets.com, download the guide, I promise you it'll be worth the two minutes it takes just to go in there and download it. So now that you understand exactly how you can implement your line of questions to better understand your customer, we're going to jump into what I like to call exploration mode or whatever you want to call it, Indiana Jones mode, I don't care. Anyways, the, the rule of thumb during exploration mode is to stay high level for as long as possible before going deep into you know a specific area um, or going too deep into specific information. So essentially you'll want to, you know, you'll want to use broad questions that's gonna encompass broader issues initially, versus drilling down to one specific issue. It's important to stay broad in your question and to give the clients the opportunity to to share all of their ideas, their feelings, their thoughts, and their issues regarding the topic at hand. You don't want to force them down a path that's not going to lead to the data they want to share with us. You know, it's going to improperly impact the the whole point of the exploration process. You don't want that. So now before, you know, you can move forward with any sales process, you need to understand your client's current situation. The purpose of this particular exercise is to gather accurate information when you're, doing explore, when you're doing exploration, right? You want to make sure you're gathering as much accurate information as possible. You accomplish this by starting with your engagement um, by using a specific line of questioning. You, know, you want to ask as many questions as you can so that you're really able to see the things that the, you know, from the client's point of view or their perspective. So for example, here are some of the questions that I would ask. Um, during the meeting when, when, I'm looking to, when, I'm, when I'm in my exploration mode. Give me an overview of how well you feel you're doing in closing sales today. Tell me about your organization. How do your people currently do with lead generation today? Give me some examples of how you identify new leads today. What have you done up until today you know, concerning lead generation? Tell me more about your current process. Oh, interesting. How do you do that now? You see, the point is to stay at the 50,000 foot level for as long as possible and take good notes, word for word. I cannot stress this enough. It's very important that you take very detailed notes, word for word. Now once you have an understanding of your prospect's current situation, it's time to move on to the next line of questioning this is going to involve learning about the prospects challenges that they're currently facing. It's important to understand their their thoughts, feelings, concerns on on different issues or points um, because it's important to make sure that we have it documented in their own words. As you've heard me say multiple times so far, so you know, it's important, right? So when it comes time to pitch your solution or your product, this is now going to enable you to refer back to those challenges that were stated by the prospect and specifically address how you can help them. So your line of questioning, when it comes to this part of the, to the process, when you're talking about challenges, um, they should sound something like this. What do you like about your existing processes? What don't you like about them? How would you change your process today? Why is that an issue? what would you like to see altered or improved how would you make it different etc 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 hopefully you see where i'm going with this so the key is to never ever assume the, the the priority or the magnitude of an issue that the customer brings up all right now let's move into the understanding how these different challenges impact the prospect's business as well as them personally so the purpose of impact questioning is to force the prospects to think of the consequences, the implications, and the seriousness of challenges that they just described to you. These questions are gonna develop the actual negative consequences that they will experience if they don't change the way they do things now. Impact questions uncover deep-seated attitudes and emotions, right? So you wanna be sure you ask the questions that encourage the person to verbally describe what the actual impact will be on them if they don't solve these challenges. You know, What's the impact of that? That's it, that's all you have to do. It's just say, what's the impact of that? Or what will happen if nothing changes? Remember, the goal is to uncover a problem in order to use the impact questions. So, all right, moving right along now. Hopefully you guys are, are still with me. Let's talk about what an ideal situation looks like for your client. So the purpose of the ideal situation line of questioning is to allow prospects to describe, you know, what's their ideal situation. What what does it look like? Sometimes people, you know, doubt your ability to create an ideal situation so much that you may have to make several passes at asking this type of question. So when obtaining the prospect's wish list, right, the rule of thumb is to get the entire list first, then start layering on more and more questions if their ideals are impossible to create ask them why they want those things and and search for other solutions or or maybe different options right so some examples of this type of question um, should sound something like this ideally how would you have it what would be an ideal solution for you what are several ideal options you've thought of in a perfect world what would that look like you see it's important that we understand the whys behind their wants. So you got to make sure you constantly layer questions. And again, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I know you probably can't take notes or you know consume all of this at once just by listening. So I took the liberty to create a little worksheet for you that you can go right to my website, modernbusinesssecrets.com, go to the podcast link, look at episode one. You'll be able to download a worksheet with all these different uh, examples and lines of questioning that you can go ahead and print out, save, whatever you want to do with it, and keep it for your different sales processes. I guarantee you it's going to help you later on. All right, so two more parts of this, and then we're going to move on to the third and final part of today's episode. But before we do that, I want to make sure this information is resonating with you. My goal of this podcast is to provide you with value. I want to to remove all the noise and bullshit from your world and just give you the exact information and tools you need to be successful with sales and marketing. So we just went through the exploration questions to better understand your client's needs when it comes to understanding their current situation, their challenges, the impact of those challenges, and what their ideal situation would look like. Now we need to understand the benefits. So, the purpose of benefit questions, you're right, benefit questions, makes sense to name it that, are to prompt the customer to express what benefits of a solution or product will mean to them. So, benefit questions are going to focus the interaction or the engagement on the value of a solution, not the problem, right? The value of a potential solution, you're stepping away from the problem. So the goal is to get the customer to tell you what the value of a solution means to them. And that piece of information, my friend, is the money maker. So make sure you take good notes, word for word, detailed notes, all right? So some of the questions that you wanna ask them are actually quite simple, all right? What are the benefits of creating this ideal situation? How would that make life easier for you? We want to clearly understand the prospects What's in it for me? And those two questions right there will help you do it. So what else, right? What else questions are used to gather all the top level information from a client. The purpose of asking what else is to capture all of the abroad data before exploring each item further. These questions should always be open-ended because they are designed to get the customer thinking. Closed-ended, question, uh, closed-ended questions, you know, when when trying to find out what else, don't require the customer to think beyond yes or no, and that's going to result in an ending that you don't want because it's going to give you incomplete or inaccurate information, and you're just going to be leading the witness as we discussed earlier. So, in summary, an open-ended "what else" question. And if you're viewing this on YouTube, you'll probably see me with quotation marks right now. So what else questions encourage the customer to go beyond the topics that are obvious to them and it's going to cause them to actually pause and think, what else is there? By simply asking what else, you will gain a competitive advantage by gathering information from the customer that your competitors don't have. I guarantee you that if you ask what else, you are going to get more data than your competitors have and you will rule the sales process. I promise you that because nobody is asking those questions because people are lazy, because they do not go back to the basics of the sales process. They think they know it all and they end up screwing themselves over in the end. I digress, back to it now. <laughs> that should conclude your line of questions, right? So the what else question should conclude all of your questions for the purpose of this initial discovery meeting. And you should feel walk away feeling like you have enough information to move on to the next action item, being that you are going to commit to re- reviewing all of your notes and sending a summary of what you just learned with the client over later on. And make sure you don't walk away from that meeting or that phone call without getting the next follow up meeting on the calendar. Do whatever it takes to get them to accept that meeting with you before you leave the office or before you hang up the phone. Trust me, you will be glad you did. People disappear off the face of the earth for all sorts of crazy reasons. Right, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I, I hope you found it to be beneficial. Um, remember, it's it's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to sales training. I've included just enough information in this episode to get you started and on your way to being a sales machine. Now, in the next episode, we're going to talk about a mutual agreement plan. Now, this is the part of the sales process where you get commitment or buying from your customer customer to move forward into that next phase. Right? It's going to be crucial that you do this because if you establish a mutually agreed upon plan before making any further steps, their response to this request is going to show you how committed or how serious they are to buying from you. So make sure you tune in to episode two because if you don't, you will fail. No, I'm just joking. You, you probably won't fail, but you want to tune in to episode two because you're not gonna wanna miss it. It's gonna be crucial to your sales process. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to helping you achieve future success. Take care, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening to episode one of the Modern Business Secrets Podcast. I hope it brought value to you. Go easy on me on your first reviews. we got more episodes coming out down the line. I promise you they're just going to get better and better as we go along here. Um, what I'd like you to do now is, if you haven't, visit ModernBusinessSecrets.com and go ahead and schedule a free consultation with me. I'd love to talk to you for 30 minutes. Learn about your business. Learn about your goals. Learn about what you're looking to accomplish and see if I can help bring value to you in any way. So go ahead, check out modernbusinesssecrets.com. Also, you're going to be able to download the worksheet um, for episode one. So if you go to modernbusinesssecrets.com, just click on the podcast link, find episode one, and right in the show notes, you'll be able to click a button and download the worksheet that goes along with this episode. Take care, and I look forward to helping you with your future success.